Welcome to Nursing Your Spiritual Health with Dr. Maxine Okello. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of the ministry, Deborah's Tribe. Hello everyone, happy new week. God bless you. I hope all is well with you. Welcome once again to Nursing Your Spiritual Health. And we continue with our series that is the fear of the Lord. And today we shall be talking about Noah. The scripture of reference is Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7 and we'll be reading it from the New King James Version. I hope all is well with you. You are geared up for the festivities. This is a month of thankfulness. This is a month of gratitude. This is a month this is a month where yes, the year is coming to an end, but it's an opportunity to pave way for your next year. It's an opportunity to vlog it out with your destiny sit down and reflect with God and plan with God for what is to come next for the year 2024 as you celebrate as well it's an opportunity for families to come together to unite a wonderful passion that pleases God as well and so I do hope you have a lovely December I do hope you're blessed I do hope you're favored I do hope that the glory of the Lord shines upon you all and is revealed to those that are around you hallelujah and so before we start, the norm is always to just give God thanks and to say a prayer and to invite the Holy Spirit to give us the word for today so it can become flesh to dwell within our hearts and also within our lives. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. You are an awesome God. You are a mighty God. You are the King of Kings, you are the Lord of Lords, you are faithful, you are just, and you are true. We truly honor and worship you. We come to you today, we are thankful for the gift of life, we are thankful for the gift of salvation that is through Jesus Christ our Lord and Saviour. We thank you for the gift of righteousness that has come with salvation and has allowed us to align ourselves to you, O oh God. We thank you for the gift that is the Holy Spirit who's not only our guide, who's not only the spirit of the Lord that gives us direction, but is our teacher, our counselor, our advocate, and our best friend. And so Holy Spirit, you're welcome into this place. We ask that the word you have for us today blesses us. We ask that the word you have for us today nourishes our spirit, giving us the knowledge of God, giving us his wisdom, building our spiritual understanding so that we can go forth and just be a blessing and light to this world, light to our families, light upon our lives, yielding results that reveal Jesus, yielding results that reveal his glory. I ask all this, trusting and believing in you, O Lord, whom we trust and humbly serve in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7, New King James Version. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. Hallelujah. Now, in the Amplified Classic Version, the moved by godly fear is replaced with the words took heed 
and diligently and reverently constructed and prepared an ark for the deliverance of his own family. And so we see here that Noah not only exercised faith in God, but he was moved by the fear of the Lord. He was moved by the fear that he had in God. And so we need to understand the fear of the Lord is not a bad thing. It is a great thing. It is one of the spirits of God. It is something that the Holy Spirit manifests. And it's something that the Holy Spirit is freely giving to us as the sons of God. It is to show respect for God. It's to show we have a high regard for God. It shows that we have a high reverence. We value who God is. We value his God nature. We value the dimensions of him, his holiness, his purity, his greatness. There is no other God like him. There's no other idol or system or person that is compared to him. He's one of a kind. And so we see that in this godly fear that Noah exercised with his faith, God counted him as righteous. He became an heir and a possessor of righteousness. In the Amplified Version, it says that relation of being right into which God puts the person who has faith. And so we can see that righteousness is something that God gives. It's not something that's earned um, in terms of I do it by myself and then God gives it. It's something that God places upon you as a result of obeying instructions or doing what he has instructed. You know, Abraham was counted as righteous. Noah, we see, is also counted as righteous. We as heirs of Christ are counted as righteous, not because of our actions, but it's because of what Jesus Christ did himself. So it is through Christ that we are righteous. It is through the actions of Jesus Christ that God places mankind into righteousness. And we are lucky because all we have to do is declare salvation. We have to believe and manifest it. Confess with our hearts. Speak forth and boldly, knowing and believing in our spirit that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. And that brings us into the realm of righteousness in Christ. And that righteousness in Christ brings us close to God. How amazing that is. You know, not only does salvation bring eternal life, it brings righteousness. And it's unmerited because there's nothing we did. There's nothing we had to do in terms of actions like Noah, actions like Abraham. We just had to believe and trust, exercise our faith. So the fear of God that Noah exercised made Noah find grace in the sight of God. We see this in Genesis chapter 6 verse 8. It allowed Noah to walk with God. It allowed the presence of God in Noah's life, giving him an opportunity to fellowship and have an intimacy with God. And in all this, we see that faith in the Lord goes hand in hand with the fear of God. And these two powerful concepts of life bring about obedience. So you have a foundation of faith. You have a moving force of fear and it births obedience. Obedience allows you to take heed, to take instruction and to do what the Lord says. To do what God requires 
of us as his sons of God. And as a result, we get blessings. We get fruits from that obedience. We get fruits from that faith. We get fruits from that force that is the fear of the Lord. So we need to have an overwhelming need to fear the Lord. And how can we do this? We have to exercise it every day. We have to build it every day. Just the same way faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's from Romans chapter 10 verse 17. We have to exercise our fear in God every single day. So do you hold God in high regard for waking up? Do you hold God in high regard for sleeping and nourishing you while you sleep? Do you hold God in high regard for creating the world? the birds, the bees, the sky, the leaves? Do you hold God in high regard for giving you an opportunity to go to work and come back in one piece? Do you hold God in high regard for making sure your bodily processes are functioning bit by bit without glitches, without mistakes, without errors? Do you hold God in high regard for creating you who's unique, who's fearfully and wonderfully made in the image and the likeness of the Trinity. If we start to do this every day, we build our faith, we build the fear of the Lord. And so it's not something that comes suddenly, it's something that has been slowly groomed. And this allows us to stand forth. You know, one of God's generals, Charles Spurgeon says, you have to make the fear of the Lord a roommate in your household. That's in the spirit. You have to make the fear of the Lord your tenant of your heart because it's so important. It will help you manage the floods of life. It will help you manage the trials of life. And that's how Satan comes. Satan comes with a parallel way of trying to undermine the gift that is the spirit of the Lord. We know one of the seven spirits of God is the fear of the Lord. So Satan comes with his parallel dimension, which is fear. Fear that debilitates you. Fear that brings doubt. Fear that brings anxiety. Fear that makes you stuck. It makes you so scared of what's happening next. You don't progress. It slowly steals from you confidence. It destroys your faith in Christ. It destroys your hope and it even attempts to kill your spiritual life and your spiritual relationship with God. But the Lord God, who's an abundant, everlasting light, brings the spirit that is the fear of the Lord, which is greater, which is overwhelming, which is never, ever going to be overwhelmed or undermined by the fear that comes from Satan. And you know, this is a way of tackling issues in life. We will face adversity, we will face persecution. But if we know the kind of fear we have is in God and it's greater and it's higher and it's more powerful than the fear that the enemy is trying to bring in your circumstance, then what's the enemy's attempt to attack you? It's nothing because you know the Lord God you serve. You know the Lord God who is greater than Satan because the destroyer can never be more powerful than its creator. In fact, as Miles Monroe usually says, God allows Satan to have his powers. God is like making Satan an employee to show forth your glory in his in your life, his glory in your life. 
you know. So we have to know that when we have the fear of the Lord, it drives us to believe in what's impossible. It drives us to believe in what's improbable. And it drives us to believe that we don't have to think about taking chances. We don't have to think about considering possibilities or thinking about probabilities. We know that we dive into a realm that is in the spirit has nothing to do with your five senses has nothing to do with science has nothing to do with your usual reasoning it's all about god and the spirit realm so think about it this way the woman with the issue of blood in the book of mark chapter 5 i believe in verse 28 it says she kept on saying she kept on saying so it's not something she said once it's something that she kept on saying over and over again if i can only touch the hem of his garment she knew who she was going to touch it wasn't just jesus it was jesus christ the lord jesus christ the healer so she knew that she was holding Jesus Christ to a level of high regard that would drive her to believe in what was impossible because she had gone to everyone, doctors, tried all sorts of things to deal with her issue of blood and guess what? It didn't work. So she went to a realm of the impossibility where she knew that no one else but God would bring results. In the book of Mark chapter 10, it talks about blind Bartimaeus who was keen to get his sight back. And remember, he kept on shouting and shouting. He didn't care what people said. And he knew who he was, addre- who he was addressing. He wasn't addressing Jesus of Nazareth. He was addressing Jesus, the son of David. So he knew that he was approaching the God of covenants. And he knew he was exercising a covenant there, a covenant of mercy, the sure mercies of David. And he said, I will keep on shouting because he had held Jesus Christ, the son of David, the God of covenants, the God who exercises the sure mercies of David in high regard. And we have to do the same. So which God nature And which dimension of God do you need to see in your life? Do you need to see in your circumstances? And what will you keep on saying? What will you keep on exercising in terms of building your faith? How about you move with the fear of the Lord as the force that brings forth the word of God to dwell in your life as flesh? So it's not just in the books. It's not just something that is said in the spirit, but it's something that comes to life in your life. See, Noah was so moved by the fear of God, who was holy, who was mighty, who was ultimate, that he built an ark. How ridiculous did he look in front of the men and the women who are products of the sons of the fallen, the sons of God, who are the Nephilims and the women from regular men. These are men who had extraordinary powers, had superior thinking. But they mocked Noah. They probably laughed at him. But Noah still stood. You'll realize that in this world, when you start exercising the fear of the Lord, it isolates you. It sets you apart. It separates you. It's just something natural that happens. And we see this even in the life of Christ. And so once you are separated... (laughs) You're not alone. You have a witness. And I like to call it the tri-factor witness. You have the witness that is the blood of Christ. You have the witness that is the word of God. And you have the witness that is the Holy Spirit. 
In the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 79, it talks about there's not, the witness of God is greater. It's the same kind of witness that God testified of Jesus Christ. How would you feel if God testified about you to the world? We see this <laughs> in the scriptures when Jesus went to the temple and spoke forth the messianic prophecy and said it is fulfilled. He said he went forth, he had stature with God, he had favor with God, he had the blessings of God and with the favor of men, you know. We see that as well in the transfiguration of the mountain, you know. Jesus stood in isolation. He stood with the fear of the Lord. And as a result, Jesus, God himself said, this is my beloved son, hear him and that's so important because it shows that when you fear the Lord God gives you a great blessing which is the compelling spirit of Anakazo and this spirit brings forth men to your lives brings forth people to hear from you brings forth people to help you brings forth people to bless you brings forth people to favor you the scriptural references here are mark chapter 9 verse 7 and luke chapter 2 verse 52 so in having the fear of the lord you separate yourself in that separation you're saved because just like noah he was saved and in that same separation or standing alone, you also get God to witness you, to witness of you to the world. And you get the spirit of Anakazo. God is so powerful that he can make you distrust yourself. So when you face adversities, there's no plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. It's just plan A and that's God. What's the following plan? God. What's the next plan? God. Have an attitude of manifesting the fear of the Lord to the point where you know that there's no other plan but God. Anything you face is through God, with God, by God, for God, to God. It just is God and God. Noah saw God in his mightiness during the flood. He saw the supreme ultimate force of God through the floods. But he exercised his fear before that he distrusted himself he did not lean on his own understanding he trusted in god completely and it allows you to have precision in things that you do because god guides you when god wants to witness of you he will do everything to make sure that you're precise you're diligent and he will draw himself closer to you and i like this whole compelling spirit because the Nakazo spirit comes with the favor of God. It comes with the lifting of God. It comes with the, the process of visibility amongst men. God gives you speed. God restores you. God establishes you. God strengthens you. God perfects you. I think those are like nine qualities that come with one spirit, which was manifested by a force. Your life and your results would never be the same. You're counted as righteous. You obtain a good report. You're saved. You are bringing forth peace. 
and it allows you to exercise these wonderful results, not just for your life, but that of your family, your household. Look at how God blessed Noah in Genesis chapter 9. He didn't just bless him alone. He blessed his family. He made them fruitful. He told them to go forth and multiply. He told them to go fill the earth. He made creation fear them. Do you know what that means? He made resources available to them with ease. And that's how the fear of the Lord brings so much favor to your life. You don't just have favor with the men, but God compels creation to help you. God compels creation to sort you out. It allows you to establish a covenant with God. And this is so important because you become a friend of God. God trusts you with his secrets. God trusts you with his mysteries. And God will never cut you off. He made a covenant with Noah and his sons. And as a symbol of that covenant, we see the rainbow. And in the same sitting, we have a covenant with God through Jesus Christ. And the symbol of that covenant is the blood of Christ. It's ratified by the blood of Christ. It allows us to have a never-ending supply of the riches in Christ, the blessings of God, the graces of God. In Christ's death, we are rich. In Christ's death, we stand and dwell in righteousness. In Christ's death, God not only justifies us, he approves us and he honors us. So we have a responsibility that as you have your festivities this December, as you go forth thanking God, as you go forth planning your 2024, as you go forth just reflecting on your year 2023, on your highs, your lows, what has fulfilled you, what has satisfied you, what you need to work on and what new things you need to do, add I need to have more fear of the Lord. I hope this has been a blessing to you, as it surely has been for me. I will see you later with another character in the Word. God bless you and take care.